Hello, this is William Cooper. Welcome to Awakening Together, Relaxing into Happiness. I trust you're doing well today. Radiantly happy, peaceful, glowing with light. That's you. Like the sky, like a deep blue sky, vibrant with clarity. That's you. The feeling you get when you look at the Grand Canyon, awe. That's you. All those feelings are you. The deep ocean, prettiest thing you've ever seen, that feeling you get, or being deeply in love, that's you. Imagine every good quality that you have just flowing down through your incarnation, unhindered, unimpeded. You're a flow and your body and mind expresses that flow and you are just happy, blissful. That is you. That's the awakened state. And yes, the awakened state is progressive. Different parts of us awaken and we feel these radiant feelings at different times in our life becoming stronger and clearer and clearer. And sometimes there's a mix of radiant beauty and things that haven't resolved themselves, blocks and uh, hurts and anger and fear. Yet at the same time, deep down a knowing that everything's okay. Well, imagine all those troubling parts of you just relaxing, dissipating their energy, opening, until all there is is the radiant you. That's the real you. And as we've talked about in past podcasts, the personality is a helpful fiction. It's a helpful tool that we create with thoughts and emotions And thoughts, as we've also discussed, are merely helpful tools. They're hallucinations that we create in order to replicate the world or figure things out or come up with a story to calculate how we should do something. And emotions are related to that. They have a feeling component. Uh, But also they're like a feeling thought, you might say. And... These are very helpful tools, but if we don't discreate them after we create them, they just sit there like an object and they begin to block and weigh us down. So after a while, we're just weighed down with all these blocks. And ironically, the way we try to solve it is because we feel worse and worse. We try to think our way out of it. Well, what about this? What should I do? Or... How should I resolve my feelings or what should I say? (laughs) The more that we think, the more we get clogged up because we don't quite understand what we're doing. Now, we've covered that so thoroughly in our past podcasts that by now you do know what to do to release all of these thoughts and feelings. Well, imagine now that they have all relaxed out of your system. And you're just a radiant flow and your personality made of thoughts and emotions is a useful fiction because thoughts and emotions are things we make up. So they're a fiction too. Our personality made of those thoughts and emotions is also a fiction. 
But we use it, we identify with it, and it's helpful. We need one to get through the world, to say hi to people, to go to work, to uh, have a presence in this creation. We need a personality. It's a good thing. It's a good tool, just like thoughts are good tools and emotions are good tools. They only get in the way when we don't know how to use them properly, just like our emotions, uh, just like our personality can get in the way when we don't know how to use it properly. Well, imagine the personality falling away just like the thoughts and the emotions, everything melting away, and so all that's left are your innate qualities, happiness, wellness, bliss, well-being, peace, love, joy, etc. Just flowing down through your body like a clear, radiant light, uh, like the freshest air or the bluest sky or the greenest grass, whatever the picture is that you feel that radiance. Often we feel it in nature, uh, but it's coming down through you. Because your personality has released and relaxed, there are no boundaries around or within you. And so you feel one because you are one. In fact, all there is is oneness. The one comes down through different incarnations to experience the world in different ways. It's like each of our five fingers on a hand experiences reality in a different way from the other fingers. But what comes down through all of the fingers can feel each individual finger and also all of the fingers together at the same time. There's a oneness that connects all of those fingers. It comes down through the arms and it's a unifying oneness. Well, in that same way, people are like fingers and the oneness comes down through each individual finger or each individual person and we have our unique experiences, but it's all the same oneness coming through each of us and through each dog and cat and tree and bird and so on and so forth. And that's what you feel intuitively when you meditate and everything else melts away. You feel one because all of your boundaries that would make you separate are gone and therefore you are one. There is no separation, and with no separation, there is only oneness. It's a unified field. It's one. So you're one. And in that oneness, something remarkable happens. You are everything. Intuitively, you feel everything. Now, beyond the mind, intuitively, so we can't talk about it in mental words, but intuitively, you know everything. You feel everything, you know everything, you are everything, because you are the one. This is quite interesting and quite powerful, because... When we're alone, we feel like we have to do everything ourselves. We have to get everything right in order to survive life. 
We have to do everything and we have to think of everything and we have to make everything work or it'll all fall apart. From oneness, though, in real life, the whole universe is helping us because the whole universe is us. And the universe is made of love, so we, of course, love ourselves. We love our life. So you don't have to do everything. The universe is all the time conspiring to help you. The clearer you are, in my experience, the quicker and more dynamic the universe flows through you and help sort of swirls around you. However, the universe is helping you all the time. And the universe has some very top-level um, objectives, you might call it, or impulses. And that is two things. One is to help you awaken. For that bright light that you are to express creatively and wholly down through your incarnation. And also to expose any blocks or, or things that are holding you back or obscuring your vision. It helps expose those. How does it do that? Well, you might feel fine, but the universe will bring you somebody to perhaps yell at you and you'll feel angry and therefore it will expose that you have anger inside of you. Because if you didn't have anger inside of you, you wouldn't respond angrily. You would just feel maybe compassion for the person who's yelling at you. What's wrong with them? I hope they're okay. How can I help? Wow, you're, you're losing it. You're yelling. <laughs> but you wouldn't feel angry, right? Uh, another time something might happen and you might feel fear. That exposes that you've got fear inside of you. So the universe keeps bringing you things to expose those things that are blocking you from feeling that dynamic flow that normally would come through you unimpeded but for all of these blocks which we've created through our thoughts and emotions which we have not discreated. Now, we may have created them for very good reasons at the time, necessary reasons. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with our thoughts or feelings. Uh, we may have picked them up from other people, but they're blocking us now. So the universe just washes us with clear light and brings us things to almost like a radar to bounce off of us to expose fear, hurt, and anger so we can see it and work on it. So the universe is conspiring to help us. That's a major help to us. You don't have to work at it. The universe will find something. You'll lose your job or a dog will bite you or something will happen and you will see how things are put together within you. So that's a beautiful thing. The universe will also flood you with beauty and light and well-being. You could just look at a beautiful painting and feel open or the Grand Canyon or walk on the beach and all of your troubles for a moment fade away because the universe 
is flowing through you. And what is flowing through you is you. Now, here's the strange thing. Uh, you are the one who's orchestrating all of this because you are the one. So to the degree that you're blocked, you're the one that created the block. You're the one that created the pain. From the infinite perspective, you knew what was going to happen, and nonetheless, you created a life that has pain in it. And then you're creating the dissolution of that pain. So in the East, they call that almost like a play, a lila, a play, which means, you know, everything's okay because you're the one. And from that perspective, everything's okay. Yet in the incarnation, in your individual self, sometimes it does not feel okay. You feel very blocked and clouded and None of this makes sense. Why? We've discussed it in the past, but just quickly, everything in life is a story, right? Life is held together with stories. People watch movies. People love stories. They watch movies. They read books. They think. They create stories in their head. They daydream. They fantasize. They project into the future. Uh, their poems, their songs, these are different kinds of stories. Everything is a story. Everything. I once gave the illustration, movies. I once gave the illustration, people love movies, but let's say the story was gone and you were charged $12 to go see a movie and all it was was a blank screen and a happy face. No story, just a smiling face. Would you go see that movie for two or three hour movie of a just one of those smiling yellow happy faces? Or maybe just pure light on the screen. Would you see that? No, you would not. <laughs> we like stories. We love them. Well, isn't it interesting? If you wanted to know the meaning of things spiritually, just look at what's going on through you and around you. And what's going on through and around us is stories. So the meaning of creation is a giant story. Why? They're fun. They're drama. The same reason you like a movie. It's a good movie. It's fun. You like a beautiful song. It opens your heart. It's fun. Now, in a movie, the character has to overcome things. He has to be blocked and looks like he's out and down and he's not going to make it. And he suddenly comes back and he's got great heart and he opens up through adversity and he loves. Isn't that our lives? Really? It is. Our lives are a story. Creation is one big story on so many different levels. So that's why you, as the one, created all of these stories and created the pain in the incarnation of your life. Pain is separation and that creates the story. I have fear. I have to overcome. I have anger. I have to overcome. I feel blocked. I feel separate. Now, if I didn't feel separate, it would just be one smiley face, <laughs> you know? Oh, everything's great. Happy. Okay. After a hundred years of that, I'm getting kind of bored. 
It sounds crazy because we're about ready for a smiley face right about now, I think. But that's the truth. So we get it both. The creation is like a uh, painting that's in 3D and ever-evolving, ever-being crea- uh, created. We create that painting, the oneness. But from the place of separation and from the place of our story, hey, we could use a hand. We could use a little help. And we're working, our, we're working hard. Well, I'm here to tell you, you can change the story because you're one. And if you're a little tired of the story, you are the one. And just picture what you want. Let it flow. You will find, picture clearly, we mentioned before just in quick passing, conscious languaging. And conscious languaging is being in touch with the deepest truth of yourself and putting words to it and saying it clearly over and over like a mantra until you're very clear on the subject and it lets that energy flow clearly, such as, I am being helped. I am powerful. My world is opening. I am radiant. Any one of these, whatever resonates with you, you pick your own. I am light. I am love. I am enjoying a good relationship. Now, to make it very dynamic in conscious languaging, it's better to say it as if it's already happening because those are action words. Like if you want a good relationship, you say, I am enjoying a wonderful relationship. I am enjoying a wonderful relationship. Jesus talked about phrasing prayers like that. The gurus talk about, uh, say, the growth formula where you state things like that, like it's already happening. Conscious languaging talks about it because it's the dynamic flow that you're capturing. The one is pure dynamic and you are the one. The point is you can relax a bit because everything is perfect if you think about it. Even your separate life you created and it has a purpose. It's interconnected with the whole world. We talked about this in the last podcast and Every feeling you have is both good for your story, for your incarnation, so you can relax and feel good that you feel bad right now, if you'd like. Easier said than done, right? Uh, But it's the truth. So you don't have to feel anxious about feeling anxious. You could actually feel good about feeling anxious if you As you awaken, you will get to that point where that will happen, as strange as that sounds. Another aspect of everything being interconnected that I like to think about sometimes is if I feel bad, somehow that energy is supporting the world being just like it needs to be in this moment. If I didn't have that hurt feeling or anger feeling or anxious feeling, um, something that that vibration was connecting to wouldn't be able to connect to it. And so it would be maybe not doing its job. And so maybe a leaf would fall off of a tree and then 
because the leaf fell off the tree, the bird wouldn't land, and because the bird wouldn't land, the, the dog wouldn't bark, and because the dog didn't bark, the neighbor wouldn't wake up, and on and on and on, and therefore one thing leads to another, and final effect is that a bridge collapses in Tokyo. You know, everything is interconnected, and your feelings have a purpose. Everything in you has a purpose. So you can relax about that too. You are radiant, dynamic oneness. That's you. Nothing you have to do. Your life is perfect just like it is now. What if it doesn't feel perfect? Do you have to adhere to the way it is now because it's quote-unquote perfect? No, your deepest intuition will tell you it's time to move forward. And that's part of the whole as well. So you follow that. You follow what's given to you. I like what one lady said. She said she, she, she awoke uh, spontaneously. I'm very unusual. But uh, she did. And she said she did not know what to do. So she learned just do the next obvious thing. Take the next obvious step. Like, what's the next thing before me today? That's obvious. If it's not obvious, I won't do it. <laughs> and that worked very well. And I think that could work for all of us. In a sense, that is following our intuition. Or at least one aspect of it. And remember, you don't have to have the stress of figuring it all out or getting it all right. You are the one, and you've created even the fog that makes it so you don't know what to do. That's perfect, or you would not have created it. Perhaps it keeps you from doing something that you think would be the right thing, but it's not the right thing. For some reason, you created some obscuring feeling, which means I don't know what to do right now. So you can't lose because you're guided divinely. God becomes us in awakening. The infinite becomes us. When the distinctions melt away, when the separations melt away, there's only one, and that one knows exactly what to do even when the distinctions aren't melted away and it seems like we are separate and unawake. And we are unawake. But the one is guiding our life. If it seems painful, remember, it's just bringing us like something to bounce off of us so that we can see our pain, our hurt, our fear, and our anger, and we can let it melt away. And we've talked about that in past podcasts, the value of just sitting with our emotions and letting them melt. Not languish or, or wallow in them, but just let the energies flow. Because after they unwind, what's left is just the clear, beautiful energy of your well-being, which flows through you beautifully. So, you are supported deeply by the one, because you are the one, and the one is love. You love yourself, whether you feel like you do or not. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. So just relax. 
You don't have to figure everything out. You don't have to do everything. Do what you know to do. Do the next obvious thing, but the universe will jump in to help you. Have you ever noticed you start doing something? Even if you don't know what to do, you just pray to know what to do and you still don't know what to do. But then suddenly somebody calls or something happens or even a week later something happens and now you do know what to do because the universe is taking care of you. It's taking care of all of us because we're all the one through different fingers, through different incarnations. You are beautiful. Everything is exactly where it needs to be right now. It's perfect, so you can just relax into that. And where does that get you? Trust. That's the deepest form of trust when you're connected to the fact that you're the one. Because the one is everything. The one is complete love. And the one knows exactly what's going on. And because you're connected to the one, to you, you understand everything's all right. That's deep trust, right? You trust yourself. You trust the universe. That's deep trust. There's no deeper trust. At that point, trust disappears. The word disappears because it's obvious. You love yourself and you are everything. So everything's just fine. <laughs> Yes, you're making a lot of stories because you like stories, and some of those stories involve pain. But, you know, like a painful dream when you wake up, it turns out there was no problem. It seemed like the lion was about to eat you, and that was a big problem as long as you were dreaming. And then you woke up and poof, it's okay. Well, every story in creation is poof, okay. We mentioned once the Tibetan book of the dead. And in the Tibetan Book of the Dead, basically, they read to the person over and over again. They're dying and they say, you're going to come across great fire. Don't be scared. It's an illusion. You'll come across uh, a great cliff. Don't be scared. It's an illusion. Go to the light and you'll be taken care of. Go to the God on the horse and you'll be taken care of. And then it's like, oops, you cut and run. You got scared. Oh, it's okay. Go the other direction. There's another God. And don't be concerned about the fire or the uh, cliff or the this or the that or the lions or the tigers because it's all an illusion and poof, you wake up. And they just keep saying that over and over and over until you get it. And as you're dying, maybe you don't get distracted by what appears to be real but really is not. Isn't life like that? I don't see a difference. Living and dying are basically the same in that way. Everything is the same in creation. As I said, the answer to most every spiritual question is what's before us. It's all, all a delusion. We mistake things as harmful when they're helpful. Anyway, that's enough for today, right? So I trust you'll have a good week, and I look forward to talking to you again. Take care. Have a great week. Bye. Hello, this is William Cooper. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider following me and sending somebody a link so they can enjoy it too. Thanks so much.